Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free Posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. If you are consistent, you keep showing up, you follow your heart and, you know, keep learning, keep leaning in with education, keep figuring out how to take one step forward and keep showing up consistently. It's amazing what can happen. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real-life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. My guest this week on the Portrait System podcast is Heather Wanigan, and she's a photographer in Illinois. Heather went from making $20,000 to $100,000 in one year after becoming a single mom and working to improve her own self-value and the value around what she provides to her clients. Heather focuses mostly on high school senior photography, and she shares how she keeps clients coming in without having senior reps or a senior team. She currently averages $4,000 per photo shoot, and she's only going up from there. All right, let's get started with Heather Wanigan. Hey, Heather, welcome to the Portrait System. Thank you. It's great to be here, Nikki. Okay, so you're a Midwest girl. Tell everybody where you live. I (laughs) am born and raised in central Illinois. Awesome. Very cool. So you're not too, too far from me. Are you just south of Chicago? I'm about two hours south of Chicago. Oh, two hours south. Okay. So you're about a six-hour drive from me. Yeah. Uh, Maybe five, actually, now that I live more on the west side of the state. I mean, hey, that's a short enough drive. You know, it's it's yeah. good for an adventure. We can meet halfway <laughs> for coffee. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's start by telling people a little bit just what your business looks like now as far as what you shoot, you know, genre-wise and how often you shoot. And then we'll kind of go from there. Sure. Yeah. My business, it started off probably like a lot of people shooting anything and everything and mm-hmm. figuring out what I wanted to do. And I fell in love with seniors. I spent several years also photographing weddings, 
loved the weddings. And as my boys grew up though, I just knew I wanted to have my weekends back. And so I continue to pour into the seniors and that is what I, who I love photographing. I love being able to capture them to help them feel beautiful and worthy and confident and seeing pictures straight out of camera and then be like, it's me. I'm like, yes, it is you. So to have these images that make them feel beautiful and be able to look back on at this time of life of transition, you know, all the excitement and hope for their future. I just love getting to know them as an individual and being able to photograph who they are right now. And that is who I've loved photographing. And I typically, you know, photograph anywhere from 40 to 50 senior sessions a year. That's the majority of what I do. And then there are some families that I photograph. I do do some corporate branding and work with a marketing agency and help them with their clients and event photography. So a little bit of a lot of things. Corporate and seniors are what my my big emphasis on. Seniors is just, it's my jam. That's awesome. And when did you start your business? Like how long have you been shooting seniors? It is 11 years now. 11 years. Okay. So let's back up to that. Because yeah. I believe you were a stay-at-home mom before starting your business. Did I get that right? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So what happened that you were like, okay, I'm going to go from being a stay-at-home mom to now starting this photography business? Yeah. My business, It's it honestly, it was not anything I ever expected to do. I have always loved taking pictures. Even as a kid, I recently found a picture and I put it on my website on my About Me page. I found a picture of me with my family and I'm holding one of those little 110 cameras that's hanging around my neck with the little flash bulb attached to it, right? I've always loved taking pictures, but it's always been for my personal benefit to capture the memories of the people that I love around me. And that's all I ever intended it to be. I was a stay-at-home mom. I had three young boys. Thought that was going to be the last title I ever had. Honestly, never thought I'd ever work out of the, out of my home again. It's what I loved and still do love. My favorite, most rewarding, hardest earned title yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. ever had. And at that time, for a long time, my marriage was not in a healthy position. The relationship that we had was not one that I it was less than what I deserved. Mm -hmm. I knew that there was um, better ways to be treated. How I felt just made me feel unworthy and unloved. Mm -hmm. And so so I knew. Oh, it was. And you know, the Mm -hmm. thing is, is in the moments, I can look back on it now and see, oh my goodness, there were a lot of things that were not, were not things that I would have tolerated, like my today version of me would not tolerate that. Right. But it was just mm-hmm. it, little by little, the fade and the pieces and just feeling more broken and feeling less capable over the years. I just thought this is okay. This is what, this is what it looks like. Right. This is what my marriage is going to be. We're just going to muddle through and make mm-hmm. it. He had an affair. Our divorce, we ended up starting the divorce process. And at that point, then it's like, well, now what? I mean, I've yeah. stayed at home. I've been out of the workforce for so long. What do I do now? And I had only taken pictures for a couple of people that had seen some books that I put together for capturing. As a Midwestern girl, we have farm ground and we worked with some farmers and I captured the the fall harvest and I created a book out of it. Well, a friend of a friend saw it and said, hey, why don't you take some pictures for us? That's how my business started. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really know you. I didn't know her at the time. Fast forward, she is one of my biggest... Uh, super fans to this day. Isn't that awesome to find someone like that? It's the best. I have one of those too. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm so thankful over and over the people God has placed in my life over the years to be that encouragement and be that support. And she is most certainly one of them. And at the time, 
okay, well, I'll, I'll charge you $50. You know, and I look back at the pictures now, I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, as a technical set aspect, oh, the, the lighting is awful. Oh my goodness. Why did I put them in that bright sun? The kid is squinting. Like all these things I'm looking at, I'm like, bad pictures. And she's like, Heather, you captured us the way we were and we will forever be grateful that you did that for us. You know, and now mm-hmm. 12 years, almost 12 years later, that I still get to capture that family. And so she was the one. Mm, so awesome. She yeah. said, she's like, you need to do this. Well, and so many people that I interview on this podcast will say things like, it wasn't until I worked through my self-value that my business began to grow. And Sue, you know, Sue Bryce is like the queen of teaching self-value. People, I often say this, people come to her platform, you know, to the portrait system to initially learn about photography and they stay for the self-value that she teaches because it, it truly is a direct reflection. Like how well we are doing in business is often a direct reflection of our self-value, <laughs> you know? Oh, so that's why I was curious how it was for you. Like that first, like you said, the first five years oh, compared yes. to now. Yes. Well, you exactly nailed it because the first five years, it was just kind of whatever came my way. I do whatever. I mean, honestly, for the first couple of years, first year, year and a half easy. I would take my kids to school and most days I would end up crawling back into bed and staying there until I had to pick them up again. Like I couldn't physically figure out how to move forward on most days. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, my kids would never be the wiser because when they were here, I was on, right? But it took all of the energy that I had. Those first five years, there was not much I felt like I had to give nor the the emotional capacity to be able to do it. And so there was not a lot of growth. And as I start to uncover, okay, what is it? Am I worthy? How do I believe I'm worthy? What is going on? And starting to take care of, I was talking to my mom the other day, I'm like, it's it's like inflating the tires, right? So the photography, I started to become confident in. It was kind of like my, like you were saying with Sue, like people come to her for the photography and stays for these other pieces. It's like, through photography was the biggest gift I could have been. Ultimately, I feel like it was handed to me, right? Did I work for it? You bet I did. But it felt like a lifeline to me. It felt like something that I had to get up out of my bed and and go do something. Someone hired me to do it. I had to go do it. And I was finding that by the end of the session, I was so fired up. I was so excited. I had more energy. I felt there was a purpose and I had something to give. And so as I started to do that, I'm like, oh, all right, there, there is more to this. I, I could do something. I started uncovering more about my values, my beliefs, what I thought, where they're stemming from, how I can work through it. And really shifting the belief of what I do gives me value versus who I am and how I show up and just how I be. Like I don't have to prove my worth, which is where I felt like a lot of my adult life was, was proving I was worthy, proving I could provide more meals, proving I could do this, you know, to to feel that validation. And when you shift it and click it and it's like internal, like I am a good, great human being with talents that God had gifted me with. So what is it that I'm going to do? How am I going to serve the world with it? And I began to be more confident. And I went from feeling like I wasn't even able to take a picture to fast forward five years and I start really working on this and thinking, hey, I get to either make this a business that can provide or I get to go get another job. And I knew I did not want to go get another job. I didn't want to work for anybody else, right? So I'm like, no, we're going to make this work. And I was committed. I started tracking things. And I went from $20,000 to $100,000 in one year. Wow. And that's when I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. 
this is something that I can do. And, and I think when you can lean into something and sometimes if you don't have that belief yourself, borrow someone else's, right? Mm -hmm. Go to the podcast with Sue, listen to her training. What is it that you can take from her education to be able to fill you up while you're building your own confidence? And I'm so blessed with the other people that have been in my life and around my circle that have given me those little boosts of injection while I was trying to fill up, put air in in my tires myself, right? Right. Now business started going great. And it's like, okay, this is good. This is exciting. But that's not the only piece. And, And then it continued to grow and expand when I made sure I was taking care of everything else. Because for a while... I was then so focused on the business, like, this is great. Look, this is this is what I'm, I'm doing. I'm successful, so I'm worthy, right? And kind of hung there a little bit. And then I'm like, wait, let's circle back to the real priorities. What's my focus in life? When I get that with my faith, with my family, and you know, taking care of my health, all of those pieces, when I start inflating all of those tires, all of a sudden, the business becomes even easier the money and the clients that start coming in is attracted easier. It felt like I wasn't even working. And why was it? It was because I I was valuing who I was. I was showing up with authenticity. I was reaching the right people because they could resonate with me personally and with the technical skill of photography. And I'm able to just help and encourage other people. At the end of the day, empowerment is like the piece for, for everything I do in life. Whether it's my coaching, whether it's the photography, whether it's some other side businesses and things that I'm creating with other friends and associates, it's all about empowering. If what I can do can help one person believe that they're capable and worthy of chasing after whatever dreams they want, like to me, that is where I where I get my joy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I love all of that. I love everything you just said. You mentioned that there was the year when you went from 20,000 to 100,000. Now, yeah. obviously, I know a lot of that had to do with just, you know, how you felt about yourself and what you were doing and your value and everything. Sure. But what were you doing in your, like, business-wise? Because it's not like, you know, the money just, like, came to you overnight in your sleep. Like, what action were you taking to in your business to, yeah. to you know, make that income so much more? Sure. It's a great question. And, and a lot of it was awareness, awareness of what was really coming in. Because as I was starting to get more clients and and bookings and say, oh, this is awesome. Like I'm really making a lot of money. Well, in the first five years, I never even did a cost of doing business, right? I never had to. I didn't understand. I knew nothing about the business side of things. And so I kept hearing cost of doing business, all that seemed. And in my head, it was like, "Mm, too scary. Mm, Don't know what that is. Mm, I'll be an idiot if I go and look and I don't know, right? I wasn't even in the mindset early on to want to learn because I still had that feeling of, oh gosh, yeah, I don't know that. How could I learn that? When I stopped and been like, okay, this is what we're doing. We get to figure this out. Did a cost of doing business. Well, everybody needs to make sure they do because it's eye-opening to realize that $400 that they just paid you for a session, you don't keep all 400, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no logically, kidding. logically, I knew that. I, I knew part went to taxes, but I still spent like it was the 400. And so when I saw that, I'm like, okay, so what does this look like? What could my take home be for that session? There are two things I did after I made that awareness. One, I went from all inclusive to started doing in-person sales, giving people the opportunity to pay me more. And in my head, I'd always be like, it's a choice. People don't have to take my $2,000 collection. They can if they want to. They have a choice to do my $500 collection. So it made it something that felt like it was scary to me to make that switch, but yet I felt comfort in having 
a collection that was somewhat around the same price I was already charging. So I started setting up my business differently. And the other thing was literally just tracking. Okay, so what's my goal? If my goal is to make $100,000 this year, what do I need to make per month? Mm -hmm. Okay, now we know per month in January, February, March, for me in the Midwest, not quite as busy. So now I'm going to lower that number those months and I'm going to bump it up in the fall when is typically the busiest. And then with those numbers, there's no making excuses. There's no, it, it almost, I felt before I did it, that I thought it was going to put me more in a negative mindset of fear and shame and like, who am I worth? I couldn't do that. Like these numbers are so unattainable. That's what I thought. And that's kind of the reason, one of the reasons I think that kind of held me off from even doing it. And when I did, all it did was excite me more because I'd look at it and be like, okay, well, if I'm making $2,000 a session and my goal is five, that's only like two and a half sessions, right? This is great. This is easy. I can do that. I became more aware of my surroundings. I became more aware of the opportunities that honestly were always there. And I wasn't proactive. If someone would say, oh gosh, yeah, we've been meaning to get family pictures. We need to connect with you sometime. The early version of me was, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know how to get a hold of me. Let yep, me know. And then I, wait for them. You yes. know, to, yep, totally. Yep. And and I know from my personal life, I have great intentions for a lot of things that I want to do and I say I want to do. And if given the opportunity to let it stay in my court of, yeah, I'll connect with you, how long some of those things that I truly want get pushed off because other things become a priority in the day and the moment if we don't make it a priority. And so I shifted it. It was like, awesome. Yes. So tell me, when is the last time you had pictures? Oh, I'm so embarrassed to say it's been 10 years. Girl, we need to get you in front of the camera with your family. This is nonsense. I don't care. You know, and then we're talking about excuses. Well, I don't care if you want to, you're waiting to lose that 10 pounds. You will never regret having pictures. All right. What day do you want to do it? I've got a couple openings next, next week. Well, you know, but next week isn't, that's no, because my husband's out. Okay, cool. Does next month work? Right. Mm -hmm, and you just, mm -hmm. and I continued and I'd put them in there. I was committed because I knew what my goals were to achieve. I was committed to those opportunities that were there. And when you're doing that, it doesn't even feel salesy, sleazy, nothing. It's like they said they wanted to do this. Yes. You're ensuring you're helping them get that done. You're helping them hit the finish line easier exactly and quicker than if right. they did it themselves. Yep. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about marketing. How are you bringing your seniors in? Sure. Uh, most of it is through word of mouth. I have a website, which I dearly love, and that is where most people will end up coming through the website and they'll tell me, oh yeah, so-and-so, you know, uh, referred me. Oh, we saw, saw their pictures. So every, everything I've done in my business has been grown from word of mouth and referral based. Um, I'm in some networking groups. I have a lot of uh, seniors, you know, and then we'll, they just refer. I post on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on, on Instagram. I'm not doing either of those every single day. There's nothing that's very, you know, heavy emphasis on it. It was early on. I felt like I had to be on there every day posting something. And I've just gotten to the point that my business has become known in the area. And oh yeah, she's the senior photographer. Perfect. I love that. And I love mm -hmm. the kids coming in with the excitement for it. And so so a lot of mine is, you know, just from word of mouth. Yeah. Now are you, okay, so much of my business came from word of mouth as well. And it just, it was just really wonderful. Now, are you asking for a referral? Are you getting testimonials? Is it just happening without you having to do or say anything? Like, how is that working? It's very, very organic. 
Um, and I know when it comes to this piece, you know, people are wanting like, you know, a to-do list or a checklist of what you need to do. And and for me, a lot of it was just organic. I do get testimonials. So I, that comes through automated emails. So at the end of the session, after the session, they get an email, hey, man, you just rocked that session. Absolutely loved today. Really looking forward to seeing you the new, the new images. Just as a reminder, you'll be able to come to my, my studio in seven to 10 days. We'll go through and view the slideshow. You can look at the beautiful albums and figure out what really works for you, right? If you love this experience as much as I did, love for you to take just 30 seconds. Here's a link to my Google website so you can leave a review. Those, these reviews are so helpful for other people to be, as they're looking through and looking for photographers to see if I'm the right fit for them, right? And so we're, I'm talking about those things like, hey, if you loved, you know, how fun and relaxed this was, if, you know, you felt more confident at the end of the session, if you enjoyed the music that we jammed to the whole time, you know, just, just share a review real quick. I'd really appreciate it. And other people that are looking photographer will love to have a little peek into what to expect, right? So then as I'm sharing that, the reviews relate to that. Oh, I just loved it. You know, Heather just makes it so fun. It's very relaxed. I wasn't confident when I came in, but I could see, you know, I could feel so much better at the end and they just kind of go with those. So I do get reviews on Google that way. Not a ton, honestly. I will then sometimes go back because, you know, Google likes to make sure that reviews keep coming in regularly. So then I might go back, you know, to people that we've worked with. And I'm like, hey, you got just a few seconds. Would love to be able to get, you know, a few new reviews. It's been a few months since I've had anything pop in. Would love for you to be able to share your your testimony. So I do do testimonies. Uh, I don't have any referral programs or anything like that. It's something that I did years ago and they just were not effective. You know, these kids, they are happy to share images. I find with the people that I that I work with, like they don't want to feel like they're quote unquote, selling to their friends and, you know, like, you know, make it like they don't want to make the money off of them. They just really, if they love the experience, they're going to tell other friends that they need to go. Mm -hmm. And so I also find like on social media, sharing pictures of the seniors on stories is very valuable. Like the kids will always share on stories. If I tag them, all those stories are getting shared. They don't tend to post as much on social media of the professional photos they love them and they want them, but they are curating these Instagram to be more like, let's throw these fuzzy pictures that you can't even tell who I am and let's have me only half in the picture, right? <laughs> you know, it's just kind of the, the stage of, uh, of things right now. And, and that may shift, but today, you know, they will post, but it's not a, even if they post pictures, it can be a little bit more subdued, right? But in stories, they're sharing them all the time. And so I get a lot of people, you know, greater reach. When I post those, I'm seeing, oh, this is someone new that I photographed. I tagged him and now all of a sudden I have new followers. So there's things like that that are happening more organically. Yeah, I, I really think if seniors, is if that's going to be your jam, you have to understand how seniors work. It's so funny. I don't know what the deal is with seniors and not making regular posts on Instagram, but they don't. Like my best friend's Mm-mm. daughter, she'll make a post and then I'll like be looking at her and it'll be gone. And I'm like, Shay, why are you getting rid of all of your posts? And she's like, I don't know. They were like older, boring. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That's not really how she speaks, but you know, <laughs> I mean, kind of, you know, she's a 15 year old girl, but yeah, that's how they, they operate in a really weird way on social media. And it's really important to understand that when you're doing the marketing and the types of things that you're you know, making so that you know they're going to share it. Like, they're not going to share your post, but they'll share your story. That's exactly what you yes. just said. Like, it's just so funny. 
It is really interesting. As you say that, I'm like, my son does the same thing. He's 17. And I look on his, you know, he'll post a new picture of he and his girlfriend or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen his page. And I'll open it up. I'm like, wait, now there's like two pictures again. Like he he has never had more than nine images displayed at a single time. I'm like, this is so bizarre to me, but that's what they are. I mean, he can even look back at pictures of him from a couple of years ago. And he's like, oh, I can't believe I look like that. I'm like, honey, you're a growing boy and you're changing. What? Why are you like you know, embarrassed by what you looked like. Guess what? All of your friends two years ago could be, you know, look, they're looking the same, What? but they just want kind of the newest and freshest. And I think that's why Instagram stories are so, such a valuable tool to use. Share in there often, you know, even I'll do throwbacks, even to kids from several years ago, I'll post a story and be like, oh my goodness, living the days of this, this gal's going to be graduating college and I can't believe it, you know, and post it. They are sharing. They're sharing because there's that, that belief that it's only there for 24 hours. Like, they're they're good. They're just happy to share because it's real time in the moment. And mm-hmm. after that, it's gone. Right? We all know nothing's ever really gone, but it's it's all it's it's all now off their story. And and they're they they love sharing that way. Yeah. And okay, so you said you don't do like a senior team or like pay seniors to book their friends and that sort of thing, right? No, no. Yeah, I never did that either. Yeah, I did the first couple of years. I try I tried it. And honestly, there just wasn't the excitement around it. And at that time, I know there were several people that were saying like, there was just such a shift in that time. Like I was offer, I was starting to offer it at a time where it was kind of like phasing out. Years before that, it seemed like something that was actually really working for, for photographers. And it's, it just doesn't anymore. And so I've never offered that. My VIP team is something where they can come in and take mini sessions, you know, throughout the year when I offer them. And again, that just provides me new content. It gives me another opportunity to be able to offer them, you know, additional digitals and images and portraits and albums if they want. A sale that I typically wouldn't have, right? Because until your senior year, most people are not getting pictures, you know, professionally taken. But with my VIP team, it starts freshman year. So I have people coming in every year on the team taking mini sessions, opportunity to be able to, you know, give them new images from each year. Hey, you know what's cool about this is we then in your senior album, we can do a spread of each of your freshman, sophomore, and senior year too, how, or freshman, sophomore, and junior. How cool is that? Yeah. So let's get started right now. We can do this. It's And it's fun. They become more comfortable with me and they become more confident in front of the camera. So by the time senior year rolls around, they're like, yeah, let's do this. I mean, I've taken kids to Chicago and photographed them up there. I've photographed a senior in New York. I'm like, where do you want to go? Like, I love to travel. So like, if I can over the years with I'm working with them in their high school, I'm like, oh, where do you want to go? Let's make this epic. You want to go to a beach? You want to go to Colorado? You want to go to the mountains? I mean, hey, I'm up for it, right? So we'll do we'll do things like that too. But I find that with that, you have new content every single year. If you're photographing kids their freshman and sophomore year, that's how many more people are you able to impact for them to be able to have connections with? How many more years of stories are you tagging and sharing them in with all more new friends and audiences that are who you want to have in front of you come their junior year when they're ready to book senior pictures? Yep. I love that. Love it. Yeah. And that's, I I don't want to say, you know, back to like the whole having a team and that sort of thing. Like it does work for a lot of people. It really does. It's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. Anyone who ever interviewed who talks about it, it's, it's like a full blown thing. And if you want to put the time and energy into it, like do it, but it just wasn't something I ever needed or wanted. And it sounds like it was kind of the same with you where, yeah, you know, there were just other ways that worked better. Like you asking for the testimonial, having that part of your workflow asking for that is so like, just make it part of your workflow. Some people are going to do it. Some people aren't, but it's, it's great. So 
Yeah. I just wanted to throw yeah. that in there. And I like that you clarified that because you're right. I mean, at what works for one person doesn't work for another. I knew that my style, the way I showed up, the way I live, it's easy, breezy, fun. Let's roll in. We're going to have a great time. This That advanced planning of doing styled sessions, I tried it. I hated it. Right. So that's why it didn't work for me. Right. Like we talked about earlier when we're, you know, when we're working with clients or whatever, if we're feeling resentment going into a session, they don't know why, but they're feeling something. Right. So why did that, that, that way to do teams not work for me? And why did I hate it? Well, cause I hated it. Like I, there, there's case in point, right? It's not something I enjoyed. All of the fancy dresses and stylings and all those things. I think they're beautiful images to look at. I admire the people that enjoy doing it. Just not for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What advice would you give people who, you know, are trying to like break into the senior market or, you know, I, we, we have some people who, one, either feel like the senior market is just so saturated in their town so they can't do it, which we know that <laughs> that isn't the reason you can't do it. Or yep. number two, senior photography just doesn't exist. Like in a lot of other countries and in, even in some different states, they don't really, it's just not a thing. So if you were to kind of give advice to people for either one of those things, what, what do you think you would say? Like what would be your best senior advice? I think, you know, really just getting people in front of the camera, even if it is, you know, just finding someone that, you know, a friend's kid. Hey, we'd love yes. to be able to take pictures. Yes. You know, let's we we get to create the content that we want to photograph. Mm-hmm. And so when I started, when I started out and I was taking all kinds of pictures, great. And I was showing all kinds of pictures just because I was happy anybody was letting me take their picture. Mm-hmm. I was sharing it all. When I started curating, and Instagram particularly is where I show primarily all seniors. Every now and then a, a family might pop up or every now and then, you know, a corporate headshot. For the most part, it's geared towards seniors because I want people to come to it and be like, oh, oh, so this is a thing. So even if it's not a thing, how cool that you get to be the person to create it to be a thing. Yep. And so having, you know, an Instagram where it's just all your seniors, you know, finding a few people. And w- one thing when you're finding people to photograph, if no one's I've seen your pictures. I remember when I was in, in Mexico, we were photographing a wedding and I think they were from Canada. And they, they asked like, you know what we're doing? I said, we photograph weddings. I said, I photograph high school. I, f- I photograph seniors. They thought I meant like senior citizens. Yeah, yeah totally. Some it, people. It, it, yes. <laughs> yep, yep, it totally. wasn't until that conversation that I'm like, oh, oh. so this isn't a thing <laughs> everywhere. So I thought that's funny. I'm like, oh, okay, no, it's high school. She's like, oh, for 12th grade. I'm like, yeah, they're like that's not a thing. I'm like, okay. So yes, it's not a thing everywhere. But if you want it to be a thing and this is what you love, finding those people and not just like, a, I wouldn't put out like a blanket call, you know, hey, I'm just looking for people between 16 and 18 to photograph. You know, make it intentional, make the connections, you know, reaching out to someone, hey, I'm looking to photograph three high school age girls. Love to be able to create something really new for this area and want people that are, you know, really outgoing, you know, and adventurous and looking to do something fun in the mountains or whatever that description is, right? Paint the picture of who it is you're really looking for. Not just, I want to photograph seniors. Do you know any kids in high school? But mm-hmm. like more details, you know, I really looking for someone that's really kind of edgy, got her own vibe that really, you know, stands in who she is and doesn't go to the norm and really, you know, dresses funky, like whatever it is. Because then you're you're painting a picture that all of a sudden someone's like, oh, I know exactly who you need to talk to. 
Now you get to build that relationship with, hey, so-and-so you know, said that you would be the perfect person for this. I'm looking for three people to come out and you know, photograph in this new area that I haven't photographed before. And I'm looking for kids your age. Is this something to be interested in? Right? Now you're having conversations built on relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not just, hey, I need people, but you're really reaching out to people and looking for those specifics. And now you've got new content. Now you get to share it. Your website gets to be elevated, gets to be able to have that feeling of, oh, we are going to be cared for. This is really cool. Oh, look at all the things that they offer. You know, however that looks for you, creating that elevated, you know, appearance, you know, what you're actually doing, find a way to be able to present it online that's like, oh yeah, this is cool. She's not like everybody else. I love that advice. It's like making people feel special and excited and talking about what you're going to do for them. And and it really goes back to, real, with any genre, you have to build your portfolio to get that going. And you've got to find bodies. You've got to find people. If you're going to build that portfolio, you've just, you know, and even like, you know, looking for high school seniors, like you could post in local mom Facebook groups or, you know, go to a mom networking group, like talk to the moms, like, hey, in other states or in other countries, this is a thing. Like, I really want to bring this here because you and your kids deserve to have these photos here. You know, like, how cool is it that your kid's graduating from high school and we get to document this time in their life? Like, I want to do this with your kid. As a mom, I would be like, sign me up. Here's my kid. Take him. <laughs> you know, yeah. Do your thing. Like, yeah, so. Yep, absolutely. And I think I think that's an exciting advantage, right? I mean, it's, again, it's- To be it's the how first? Are you, how are you going to- Totally. Yes. How are you going to look at that? Do you want to look at it and be like, oh, well, gosh, yeah, but well, that's cool that they're doing that, but we don't do that here. Well, then start it, right? So how cool that no one in my area, in my city, in my country does this. What a neat thing to allow me to set myself apart and create mm-hmm. something really cool and lead and then be able to help other people do something that is exciting like this. So, I mean, again, their mindset is a huge thing, right? We can look at it and be like, well, that's great, but that doesn't work for me. Make it work for you. That's super exciting. You're like, you know, you're venturing in new territory. You're the one. You get to create it. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. You know, it's, I'm sure it's, it's pretty incredible to look back and, and think about the, that really tough five years, but here you are incredibly successful and just loving what you do. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, my ten ten year ago self and my five year old self. No, I I don't recognize my today self, and I look forward in five years from now to be able to say the same thing about today. Right? We just we just keep coming. If you are consistent, you keep showing up. You follow your heart, and you know, keep learning, keep leaning in with education, keep figuring out how to take one step forward, and keep showing up consistently. It's amazing what can happen, and and every single one of the listeners are going to do the same thing. They're going to look back and be like, wow. Didn't know that I could be standing right here today when I look back at where I was just a few years ago. Yep. Pretty awesome. Well, thank you again. I do have a couple more questions that I always ask at the end of each episode. The first one is, what's something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? Uh, My music. (laughs) (laughs) So I always have a speaker with me. And the first thing we do is, you know, we get get on location, chat. Zero Green's like, okay, great. I'm like, so the most difficult and important question of the day. And some of the some of the kids were like, uh-oh, kind of like deer in headlights, like, oh my goodness, this is a pop quiz. And others, they're like, 
yes, I've been waiting for this question. 80s, you know, whatever. And they'll tell me something. And I'm like, okay, awesome. So like the music has become a thing that I am known for. And so like, kids are like, yes. They're like, actually, I even made a playlist to, to, to give you. I'm like, okay, awesome. we are leveling <laughs> up here. So music is my thing. I love it. I think it just really helps create a little bit more relaxed environment. It takes, you know, any silent pauses out from feeling awkward. And when the kids, when you're giving them the ability to be like, hey, what do you want to listen to? they're naturally going to be more relaxed. And we have legit had dance parties and I'm photographing them. I'm like, just go, just jam, let's see it. <laughs> you know, we're getting these fun, like, and and those are the ones that like from the parents, I'm like, like that is my goal every session is to capture an image, no matter how reserved or like, okay, smile. And they're like, you know, traditional smile, right? But I'm like, no, I want that uninhibited, can't hide it down, suppress, smile, the laughter, the crinkly nose, like, when I get a picture like that, that to me feels like a win. And it may not always be their favorite picture. Most of the times, the parents are the ones that love. They're like, oh, I, I see. And they, they'll, they'll cry. They're like, I, I see my little girl. Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. you see those pieces. They are growing up and they're maturing. They're turning into wonderful adults. But they see that little glimpse of what we all just want to hold on to as our kids age. I just celebrated my my oldest 21st birthday. I'm like, what happened? How can that be? Because I'm still 30. The math is not making sense. And I'm like, oh my goodness, time is just going fast. So uh, I love so being true. able to capture pieces like that. Very cool. All right. Number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? Ah, when I am not working, I love traveling. Um, I took my boys overseas um, this last summer and we hit eight different cities in Rome and Italy. Awesome. And then we went to Greece and Turkey. We're doing Morocco this year, taking my oldest over there. So, and then Florida to visit my mom. And so we are always, it's, it's with family. And if I can do family things in other places to explore, whether it's a national park here in the area or going somewhere else, that is definitely what I love to do. Very cool. Oh, I'm such a travel junkie too. Morocco is one of my favorite places. What's next on your list? Oh my gosh. This year I'm going, I'm taking my niece to Greece. So for her graduation uh, present, she could pick wherever it. she wanted to go. She chose Greece. I've never been. And then I get to go to New Zealand to speak at NZIPP, the conference there. There, I was invited that's to do that. Amazing. Never been there. So that's exciting. We go to, we're leaving um, pretty soon for Jamaica as a family. So yeah, lots of travel, lots of travel this year. I love it. Yeah, New Zealand and Australia, I think might be our next trip um, with our neighbors. They're like, hey, you want to do another you know, group trip? I'm like, yes. And then my middle son, I do one-on-one -on -one trips with them each year. So like my oldest chose Mexico. One of my boys did Colorado skiing for you know four or five days. And then my other boy, he hasn't done his trip yet. And he's like, oh, well, so cool. If we do that, well, why don't, the other brothers just go back with the, our with our neighbors. He's like, and then we can just stop in Fiji on the way. Oh. And just expand. There you <laughs> and go. Then he's now like, you're talking. That's where we went like, on our honeymoon is Fiji. Did you? Mm -hmm. Oh, we'll have to swap some notes. I'll have to hear all about it. And you said you've been to Morocco? I have. Oh my yeah. gosh, Heather. It's one of my favorite places in the world. Chef Shawin is this little town that I fell in love yes. with. We ended up extending uh, the amount of time that we stayed there because we loved it so much. Really? Mm -hmm. And then doing like the overnight trip in the desert and just seeing like the Berber villages. Yes. Uh, that was also like just one of the most remarkable places I've ever seen. It was very cool. Oh, I'm so excited. Those yeah. those are two of the places we're hitting. So you've just 
reaffirm oh, good. most people are right like track. what's chef show and i mean like yes. i was I, I mean we i was young and well okay i wasn't that young i'm 45 now i was like 28 when i was in morocco so i was you know still young but i was still broke and i stayed at you know <laughs> the hostels and whatever if i did it now i feel like it'd be even i don't know it was amazing though it was absolutely sure incredible. you're gonna die like the eye candy all over from like the colors and just the uh, just the vibe and just everything about it. It was just so amazing to look at and experience. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Yes. I'm I'm super excited. It's gonna be be a be a super cool trip. Mm, I'll have to follow along. I'll have to post all the yes. stories. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You know I'll be posting. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh next question is what is your favorite inspirational quote? So a couple of the things that I have taped on my computer just as reminders to myself, one of them is let your why power fuel your willpower. And I love that because there are days that we are going to show up and we are not going to feel motivated. We are not going to want to, you know, follow up and do that, do those consistent things. And so that is just my reminder is what is your why? What is it that you're really doing this for? And when you really know your why, it's going to help fuel that willpower to get you to go through and follow those next steps and being consistent, showing up even when you don't feel like it. And that will reward you in the long run. So, so important to knowing your why. Um, and then the other one is crisis destroys you or creates you. You choose. Oh, those are both great. Love those. Yeah. And, you know, we, we all have crisis. Some might, some might look more severe than others, but we all have something that we can look at and we can, it's all about our mindset. Mm-hmm. Are we going to sit there and, and feel sorry for ourselves and feel like a victim? Or are we going to look at it and be like, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I help it move me forward? And my crisis, I will tell you, without a doubt, it is creating a, the best version of me. Always work in progress, but today's version of me I'm very proud of, and I'm excited to see who the version of me in five years, but it's that crisis. It's creating me and it's a choice. We get to yeah, choose. Exactly. It either happened to me or it happened for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. What is your inspirational quote? I'm curious. I'm actually not a quote person, so I just don't really have one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I came up with one when I was interviewed on when the you, podcast yeah. <laughs> and I can't even think about what it was um, at the t- at the moment, but. Yeah. So I have no answer for you. No, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number four is, what will you tell people who are just starting out? Don't give up. If you feel like this is your passion, that you're called to do it, that you're excited to just keep going, that there will be challenges along the way. And it's okay. And just because you're hitting roadblocks, it doesn't mean that this is not for you. You know, just look at it as like, great. Like we talked about crisis, right? It destroys you, it creates you. If there's a roadblock that comes up, what can we learn from it? How can we make things better? How can we improve upon it and keep going? I think if this is something that you love, you get to just know that, you know, sometimes it can take setting and laying a strong foundation. It can take a while. So being patient and persistent in that process. Great advice. I love that. All righty. Where can people find you if they're looking for you online, Heather? Yeah. So my photography website is sweetlemonadephotography.com. That is where I have um, information about my high school seniors for my corporate work and then for my coaching. And then on Instagram, I'm sweetlemonadephoto. And that is primarily where I post all of my senior um, information. And then if someone's wanting to really directly connect with me, um, they can find me on Get More Photo Clients 
com, which is where I walk through all the different options as far as being able to work with me and and help them be able to you know work on mindset and improve things um, in their business and their life and just finding that the balance right balance is even kind of a uh, I think maybe not the best choice of words but finding a business and a structure in a business with the automation and systems and pricing so it actually is working for you and your family and not feeling like it's working against you that sounds amazing very cool. Well, thank you again. I appreciate you taking the time to be here and just telling us your story. And yeah, hope to meet one day. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, a, a coffee date two and a half hours away, we can make that happen sometime. <laughs> yep, yep. That sounds good. All right. All you right. take care. Thank you, Nikki. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-Day Startup Challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.